When it comes to bullshit, my hair is number two. My hair is number two. <laughs> that guy's opinion is number one. Welcome back, listeners, to episode 49 of the Laser Comb Podcast. Uh, yeah, your favorite podcast where uh, we comb through classic television with a fine tooth laser. I haven't invented it yet. I can't tell you what it looks like, but I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. And I'm the other guy, the Siege. It's hammer time, baby. Oh, it's hammer time. Uh, specifically, uh, Hammer House Horror. This uh, this Hammer week. House Horror ha- Hammer House ham- <laughs> Hammer House of Horror. Uh, yeah, this week on the Laser Comb Podcast, we are kicking off our theme for the month of October, which is horror, spooky season, Ooh. baby. And uh, despite the fact that I think uh, Siege and myself have not watched Hammer House of Horror, uh, it is well known amongst our UK friends. Uh, yeah, Hammer Films is a uh, very, very well-known uh, uh, film production studio based in the UK. They have done many, 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 many films over the years. Um, they stopped. I didn't uh, have time to research it fully, aka I just didn't research it fully. But they stopped. They stopped after this show. They stopped producing anything. They didn't produce any films after 1979 until 2008 when uh, I think they were revived hmm. and they were brought back from the dead uh, and they didn't produce Fitting. any, <laughs> they didn't produce anything for television after this show, which aired in 1980. And yeah, this week on the laser comb podcast, we're talking about episode 11 of hammer house of horror, 11 of 13, lucky number 13 visitor from the grave it originally aired on November 22nd, 1980. Uh, this episode stars uh, Catherine Lee Scott, who is best known for playing various characters on the show Dark Shadows. Which, if you don't remember the show Dark Shadows, you might remember the uh, uh, film adaptation that came out in 2012 that starred Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. right. I, I remember when that was coming out, I was like, oh, this is based on something else. Cool. The and then I are. never watched it. I, I saw it um, uh, about, well, literally 10 years ago now. Um, yeah, it's all right. I enjoyed it. Never gone back to it. One Probably day I'll will. go and watch it. I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> I will. Just, just like sad. all the other things I say on air that I'm going to go watch. Uh, yeah. In uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, 
with that yeah. being said <laughs> yes uh so the episode opens with uh, a woman played by Catherine lee scott as i mentioned uh her name is character's name is penny and uh the her uh partner's name is harry i believe yes um, i was confused at the beginning so she's in bed in this like quiet little uh uh, cottage in the British countryside as and... I like to call a mansion because the shots <laughs> from the outside make this place this is like a 10 million dollar home in Oak Bay <laughs> nowadays yeah uh the, <laughs> so a, a a Range Rover pulls up and out gets and out comes this uh this big burly guy who looks like like a old-timey like English longshoreman <laughs> he breaks the gray yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and the cap and everything <laughs> uh no i'm here to i'm here to collect me debt <laughs> yeah so he breaks in and he's like yeah i'm looking for i'm looking for harry where is he where is he and she wakes up and is like i don't know and he's like shut up bitch where is he and he's storming around like opening doors and he's all like i've come to get what he owes and uh well he decides to uh yeah he decides on her he decides he's gonna try and sexually assault her she breaks free grabs a shotgun blows which is conveniently face. loaded sitting yeah. in the corner of the room just sitting safely in the corner of, of the room you know just in case something like this were to happen just in so case. at the beginning i was like oh fuck yeah go penny fuck yeah bud Fuck yeah, buddy. And he's all like, oh, you ain't going to actually shoot me, are you? Come and, on, uh, much come on. Put that thing away and let's go for a dart, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to bum a dart from Harry. Come on now. <laughs> Don't be a hosehead. And uh, much uh, listen, to my delight. <laughs> listeners, if you're at all confused. We're Canadian. Uh, we're, we're Canadian. Uh, go to YouTube. Uh, I This apparently went viral in like the... Uh, mid 2010s but i completely missed it but uh look for a song called out for a rip <laughs> and if you want to see want to peek into like some pretty authentic like canadiana redneckness it yeah that's um that's it right that's there. like actually pretty shockingly on point <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh but she doesn't go for a rip no, um, she, she rips she one on his fucking face, face off and okay, so immediately here, <clears throat> right away, I'm like, okay, so she just unloaded a double-barreled shotgun, <clears throat> almost point-blank range, onto his face, and uh, why the fuck is he still alive? Because he falls to the ground and is like screaming in agony. I'm like, no, that's pretty much insta-death, and his head would be blown to pieces. Now, as somebody who's uh, an, an enjoyer of firearms, not of the shooting people variety, um... It stands to guy. reason, depending on what was loaded in the gun, that just a chunk of she didn't aim, you know, dead center of his head. Right. So things like that, especially when people are in are in shock, uh, we find later it, none of this stuff matters because of the twist at the end. Because of the twist, uh, and I I got something to say about that we, twist too. At this point. W- should we analyze it without talking about the twist or should we analyze the episode with the acknowledgement of the twist because the twist will we'll, we'll save tidies the twist. up a lot of shit 
the it, episode. It, it does. We'll we'll save this. So let's talk for, about for the, the shit end. as yeah. if we didn't know. Okay, yeah. this guy's not dead from being shot in the face. So, devil's oh. advocate, maybe there was bird shot in it because later he's hunting pigeons. Okay, fair, fair. So maybe there's bird shot in it, and. Um, or like rock salts in it or whatever, and it sheared part of his face away rather than obliterated it. If it was like full of like double O buckshot or heaven right. forbid, like a, a magnum <laughs> round. Well, well, and indeed it, that, that, that is what it looks like. Like when we see, end up seeing him in a few minutes, like his face looks like it was just grazed by, by something. All the skin and, and shit like wiped off, but like not missing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh he stumbles out uh she panics falls right onto the pool of blood that's left on the uh because he falls back he he falls on the ground he's like crying in agony and part of me is like that's realistic yeah because people that don't die like neatly they don't go quietly into that (laughs) that cold abyss that warm embrace of death no no um but yeah, she decides to nap in the blood. You were saying, yeah, like, I just found, I, falls into it, and I'm like, I found that very strange. I'm like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> it's like bits of face on it, and I guess he crawls out. And as one does after almost being um, assaulted, and well, actually being assaulted and uh, murdering somebody, is you drift quietly to sleep. Yep. Um, <laughs> And so in the morning, her, uh, her, I guess it's her boyfriend, uh, boyfriend, his... husband. I, I don't no, think because were... they have a different, last they, have a, name. they have a different surname and he keeps, ref... they keep referring to her as miss whatever. Right. Miss Vanderhoyt or whatever the fuck her name Some is. Some sort of heiress. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, her, her boyfriend comes home and he's the guy that the, uh, longshoreman came looking for in a in a mighty rage in a mighty rapey rage <laughs> As, speaking of rape so he comes back and he's like what's wrong my, my god woman what's wrong and oh she's my like, she's in hysterics and he's like shut up woman tell me what's going on shut up woman and tell me what's going on just snap out of it and she's like there there's it's important a... to use an open palm uh, <laughs> There was there was a man and he tried to she never I never actually Gaga It's bad romance There's my butchering of uh Lady Gaga for you. Okay, I hate that song anyway. It's well it and um Again, directorial problem more so than an actress problem, right? But like, man, this is a this is a snapshot of the era that it's shown in. Just a woman being in such hysterics they can't even speak properly. And um they go a bit overboard with it, and it's traumatizing. And uh indeed, uh Hammer Films was known for their movies being a little on the campy side. And Can't be side and with, with some overacting, some intentional with some overacting, overacting going and on. Yeah, um, and um, man, this is like let's traumatize this woman 
Like, I'm trying to think. All the other things aside. Oh, this poor lady, man. I'm not. I'm not going to get into it. But like, this guy isn't helping. So not only is he like, snap out of it, you crazy bitch. Um, oh, sorry, so- uh, British. You crazy wanker. Um, he's like, we have to go find him. He couldn't have gone far. And I'm like, is that your priority? So yeah, so uh, she's like, oh, what are we gonna, what are we gonna do? She's he, like hyperventilating he, and like, and, like he gives and, her like some medication, and she's like, and he's like, now only one, you only get one, and she's her like, crazy I, pills, her anxiety pills, they just call them her pills. Her That's pills. another trope too. It's just like, ah, oh, women that are that are hysterical, they need the pills. <laughs> they need and I'm like, pills. sure. Oh. Oh. Um, Where's my fainting couch? Please bring me to my fainting couch. Um, so, but I'm like, okay, I, I so, immediately hate this guy. What about you? Yes. Um, so when <laughs> I sat down to watch this, I decided to sit down and come at it from the perspective that I am sitting and watching it in 1980. Like, I, I'm looking at it as a piece of its time. Oh, that is a good... That's a good way to approach it, yes. Um, however, <laughs> however, when she's like, oh, what are we going to do? And immediately he's like, here's what we're what we going to do. You're going to clean the house. You're going to clean the place up. And I'm going to go and find him and bury him. And immediately I'm like, what? <laughs> That's that that's your go-to and indeed even she is like uh what no (laughs) what no let's let's call the police and he's like no no you don't understand uh it's illegal to own a to uh operate a firearm without a permit in this country and she's like but it's your gun you gave it to me and you have a license for it he's like yes i have the license you do not or he didn't have a license for it so he'll be put away for ha- owning a gun without a license, and she'll be put away for murder. And something about the UK, maybe where you're from, you can uh, shoot people in self-defense, but here in the UK, that's constituted as murder. And indeed, UK laws are a little bit different. Uh, a guy can break into your house, and if you stab him to death, you can <laughs> you can be locked away for for murder. And see, nowadays, so- like this kind of situation like people would be like oh absolutely he she he he was trying to sexually assault her like like she she wouldn't really face much uh repercussions in fact she'd probably just get some uh, mental health support um and he would get fined and he would get fined uh but in yeah maybe (laughs) if the gun wasn't licensed they would probably take it away well, they would take it away anyway because it was a it was a murder weapon. If, if you know UK law, yeah, let us know. We do have some U, we do have some UK listeners. I've seen the uh, the the the. Please let us data. know their repercussions if they had gone to the police because I'm a little sussy of Harry. Right, but out the gate. in 1980, though, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it was still the Wild West over there. <laughs> <laughs> Which wait, <laughs> but um. Instead of, you know, um, comforting his partner, um, that, he's like, that... I must go out and find this, this rapscallion. 
he couldn't have gone far. That Fetch me thing. my walking stick, woman, and make me a grilled cheese. A grilled cheddar. A cheese toasty. <laughs> cheese toasty. That's what they're called in the UK, grilled cheese. I love it. <laughs> cheese toasty, yeah. I'm stealing that. <laughs> um. So, yeah, and she's, like, screaming, and this is where she's a good actress. She's like, don't leave me. Like, where are you going? And I'm like, what are you doing, man? It doesn't matter what you decide to end up doing or whatever, like, you need to be there right now. And so I'm not getting a lot of comforting vibes from this. Uh, this that dude. was that was one issue that I took. That was the like the biggest issue that I took. I was like, there's something off here. Like he's not he, like he's not trying to comfort her at all. But because, like I said, I was going into it with the mentality that I'm watching it in 1980. Maybe that's just how it was in 1980. <laughs> or maybe your first mind is to go and kill this guy or finish him off or stop him. Right. Like if he's like still out there or whatever. Right. right? I don't know. Anyways, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And he storms off into the woods without any weapons. Yeah. He just grabs a shovel and he, uh, he, he finds the guy dead on the ground. And so he buries him. Uh, trauma number two, um, She's following him out there in her nightgown and heels. I did all women wear he- sexy heels to the not in like the a dirt. heel heel, but like a, a chunky like heel like to, to bed to, and to, out in the woods <laughs> out I, to go walking in the forest. <laughs> UK in the 80s, man, who even knows? And um, okay, so, you know, one thing that bothers me about porn this is kind of a weird tangent. They're always wearing socks and shoe and or shoes. Men. Like it's so weird when the dude's just wearing socks or the women's just wearing socks or the women the woman is like completely naked and she's just wearing heels. And like the well, dude is completely the dude is completely naked and he's just wearing socks and sneakers. It's weird, right? It's weird. And like it's I don't know. It's probably because, like, you know, if there are fluid bodily fluids on the floor, like you don't want to step on them. But I mean, at the same time, like you're share exchanging bodily fluids anyway. Well, I understand the heels thing, but it's when there's just socks. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because then that's not helping you from any stuff on the floor anyway. Right, right. And there's nothing worse than wet, damp socks. (laughs) what we're saying is this lady needs to put on some some hiking boots before she goes out there but again she's just been traumatized and she's like begging this guy to come back and comfort her and he's like no no we have to go finish him off and so he's like pay no attention i'll bury this you you go scrub every single drop of blood top to bottom go on now and Now, in hindsight, it makes that makes sense, but it's like, okay, they're going to cover it up, I guess. And right yeah. away, the suspension of disbelief is still there because it's like, uh, presumably, they allude to that she was just like in the loony bin for an indeterminate amount of time. Yeah, and she she's doesn't on, want to go back there. She's on crazy pills. Uh, she's she's American. She's wealthy. Uh, she's there because she had some issues that she need, and she needed to be away from it all, out in the quiet. 
Exactly. There, and there, um, we, we there's this scene where uh, we see her like scrubbing a, a window on the outside of the house. I'm not really sure why. It's like, did he get blood on the outside window of the door? But anyway, he bled all over the place leaving. <clears throat> it, it, I guess, yeah. But um, yeah. yeah so she's scrubbing. Uh, uh, her boyfriend like comes around and like walks into the shed that he had grabbed the um the shovel from earlier. By the way, um, uh, Catherine Lee Scott actually has a pretty nice ass. <laughs> this scene, you see it in this scene. Oh, in I didn't see it. Uh, it's actually pretty nice. I'm like, oh damn. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, it. can you believe it? <laughs> but anyway, so he, um, so her boyfriend like walks into the shed that he had gotten the shovel from earlier as she's scrubbing and he like stops and kind of watches her for a second and then exits stage right by walking <laughs> backwards. I missed that. <laughs> I actually rewound it. I went back to watch it again just to make sure I wasn't like... Just to make sure that's actually what happened. It's it's really awkward looking. <laughs> yeah, I missed that. Uh, but anyways, I guess I missed the booty and I missed the super awkward stage. I guess it was supposed to be awkward. Hmm. Well, maybe. yeah, we'll never given, know. Given what maybe. Yeah, but it, it was really weird, really weird looking. And it uh, cracked me up when I was watching it. And, uh, doesn't this guy, um, like, so the Popo show up, well, he hides the, the Range Rover that belonged to, it's a coworker of this guy. And he's all like, Oh, this is. I, I don't William know. Peter whatever. or something. It, it's some like simple name like that. We're going to call him the longshoreman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, uh, boyfriend dude. Uh, drives uh, drives the Land Rover into the lake nearby and throws the shotgun shells into the lake. Yeah, and then the uh, the five O show up. This one cop in his little car, he shows up, and he's like, "You there? Excuse me." And um, <clears throat> boyfriend dude is is like, oh, so uh, Penny is like getting all like flustered because like she's been dealing with stuff and this not only was now they're covering up a murder she she had been dealing with stuff before she just went through a traumatic event and now they're covering it up she's not dealing with this well understandably so Uh, so she's like oh let's just tell him and he's like no get your shit together woman come now and he's all like shut up and stick to the plan and everything will be fine and the uh the we'll have tea later and the, the police officer's like, oh, what was that? Was that all just some uh, coaching I just saw there? And he's like, oh, you'll have to mind my uh, partner here. She's uh, quite crazy and just recently come out the loony bin. You understand? And he's Bitch like, oh, crazy, yes, I see. see. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch is crazy, you see? Mm, yes. Mm, yes, well, uh, I have some questions for you. Uh, let's go in and get a spot of tea. And uh, they go inside, and uh, the most informal police interview in the world <laughs> happens. Have you seen the longshoreman? Do you know mm-hmm. him? <laughs> Why? And he's yes. like, oh, yeah, I work with him. And it's believed that you would last seen him when? Oh, Saturday, I believe. Blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, like, the 
the guy's girlfriend, Penny's in the back, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> looking more guilty than a like there's no way this police officer isn't like you know something don't you but as we find out due to the twist later all of this makes sense excuse me sir but can you get to the point right yeah, can you get to the point right then right then all right then. so it seems that this man has gone missing well, he was I last can't say i've ever seen him sir he was last he was last seen telling people he was driving up here from London to turn you out to give you a right proper proper ribbing he was and, and it's just like well I wasn't here you'll have to ask my wife well wife did anyone visit and the camera zooms in on her face and she's like not a soul not a soul not a soul and I'm like <laughs> Yeah, that police officer is definitely buying that they're, they don't know anything. And he's all like, oh, but where were you that night? And Harry's like, I don't need to tell you that. I, I, I know my rights. He, he's like, can I ask where you were when you were away on business? And he's like, no, yes, you can ask, but no, I don't have to answer. What? <laughs> I know my rights, copper. <laughs> <laughs> Now, my friends would have me <laughs> would have me write proper if they knew I lit a bobby in my house and gave them tea. Out with you. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd best be on my way then, you know. I Sorry thought... we weren't of any use. On the contrary, you were of use. Well, how's that, officer? As they're, like, leaving, and he's like, well, you see, as the old uh, Sherlock Holmes once said, um... When you eliminate the impossible, then all that remains, no matter how improbable, must be the truth. And uh, Harry's like, oh, you don't say. You should have been an actor. Aye, that's what me captain says. That's what me captain always <laughs> says. <laughs> I, I laughed at that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that, that, that was a good uh, follow-up. In hindsight, too, that's a funny interaction. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they leave, and she's like, oh, my God, he knows. He has to know. Shut up, woman. He knows nothing. What happens from here on is basically... House party? Uh, yeah, yeah. So they, they go... Well, she start. Does she start seeing the, uh, the, the visions of the guy before? Well, the thing is, he's after? like... Before, he's like, okay, lady... You have to go to your bank appointment tomorrow. And she's like, I'm I'm in a mess. Like, I, I, I can't go do that. And he's like, we have to act normal. Normal. Be normal. We have um, to otherwise, act it's if, suspicious. We have to act as if everything is normal, which I'm actually with him on this. Like, oh, yeah. If you're yeah. trying to co cover up a, and she's a like, heinous crime. It's just because you want my money. You need me to go to the bank. And he's like, oh, I love... I told you I don't love you for your money. I think and right said, there sod, we get a little sod the money, sod, sod the, the money, money. <laughs> sod the money. I'm after that booty. You know that. <laughs> um, and uh, that's why I walked away backwards when I exited stage left. So I can right. so I can see as many frames as possible of that ass. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, so they go and try to act normal, and he's like, oh, we have that house party now. And this is where I'm like, maybe say no to the house party. Because the now party, there's just yeah. a whole bunch of people that are going to see you acting bananas. Yeah. But on her way to the bank... She sees a, a vision of the longshoreman. Uh, like driving a car. Yeah, it is Land Rover. And she's like, ah! And she and runs up her. screaming into the streets. And she f- catches up with her boyfriend, and she's like, oh, I saw him, I saw him. She's, like, screaming at, like, at the top of her lungs in the middle of the street with so many people around. This chick is a, um, to use a term that I had not heard since uh, I was a teenager, but I actually heard people say recently. It's a very Nanaimo term. This chick oh. is being very heat score. <laughs> right now. Okay. <laughs> Never heard that before in my life. Uh, heat score is a, a, a term amongst like the youth of Nanaimo in like the nineties and two thousands is basically, uh, means you're, basically means you're being suspicious or, or you're, and you're drawing attention to yourself. A little sussy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, heat I, score. Okay. I get it. I get it. Heat score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listeners, I'm from Nanaimo, British Columbia. Hadn't lived there for like a decade. Much to his shame. Much to my shame. Hadn't lived there for like a decade. <laughs> I'm back living there now. Some and, things uh, never change. <laughs> I actually had heard a coworker of mine who is around my age use the term heat score. And I just start laughing and I'm like, and he's like, what? And I'm like, I haven't heard someone say heat score in like 15 or 20 years. <laughs> the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yep. Or something. Anyway, so this chick's being like mega heat score, like go like flipping out in the streets. Yeah. Uh, so they so they go to this party, and it turns out they have like a gypsy friend or something. I know gypsy isn't um, is considered something of an unsavory term, and nowadays, but uh, I, but she she she's very eccentric she has beads she's spiritual um is she wearing like a turban or a head wrap or something uh, something, something yeah. like that and she's ribbing harry a lot which leads us to believe that the viewer to believe that they're old high school friends or childhood friends or something because something, she's like yeah. he calls her an old goat and she's all like oh like he i he must commune with the devil penny do you know how i know how how else could such an ugly an ugly piece of shit ever land such a beautiful woman such as yourself. <laughs> uh, it can't be the money, could it? <laughs> and um, she's like super sussy. And I laughed at this because this reminds me of Victoria. Um, their friend, uh, I don't know, Mar- Marjorie. Her, her her rich there are caterers at this party so this is a fancy schmancy hoity-toity like estate right right and um she's like oh thank you for bringing us wine harry go on go get yourself some and he's like you cheeky little cunt all right off i go and they have this conversation and she's like penny i have this mystical ability I can tell that something is bothering you. And she's like, really? How? And she's like, I've always had this power since I was young. And I'm like, welcome to Victoria. 
folks, where the crystal hippies are like, I'm an empath. No, it's called empathy. And it's called being able to tell when somebody else is distraught. And she literally calls it her power or her gift. And I'm like, fuck off right away. I hate everybody except Penny in this. (laughs) (laughs) Which will bring us to a twist much later on. Um, And she's like, come, uh, you must tell me all about it and I'll give you a tarot reading. (laughs) Or some tarot reading. A tarot reading, you say? A tarot reading, you say? Well, I don't believe in that kind of thing, but I've been seeing ghosts lately, so (laughs) maybe I'll give it a try. And... (laughs) They end up doing a tarot card. The, the UK reading. listeners that we have. They're are, like, fuck you. They're, they're either going to like us more or hate us after this. Probably like us more. Because <laughs> we're not even trying to do their accents. Just, no. I'm pulling mo- most of my accents from the video game Fable. So. <laughs> yeah, me too. What are you going to do? Well, if it isn't Chicken Chaser. Um. <laughs> Fucking chicken chaser. Chicken uh, chaser. Chicken, chicken chaser. chaser. Chicken chaser. Exactly. <laughs> well, I haven't. Uh, I myself don't know how to read, but my best friend assures me that the devil card is a bad one to draw. <laughs> I like tarot card readings because <laughs> them has pictures on them. Um, I don't even know where I'm going with that. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, the OG fable. They have pictures, nice pictures of naked ladies on them. I the naked like men I could do without. But I like the naked ladies, so I'll, I'll play a deck of tarot cards with naked men in them so I can look at the naked ladies. That doesn't make me gay. <laughs> Does watching porn make you gay just because there's a penis in it? Um, anyway, <laughs> getting off the <laughs> Yes, the answer is yes. Um... <laughs> and if there's no women and it just happens to be two penises, that makes you twice <laughs> as straight, I say. Um... If me and the lads after a night of several pints, decide to go back to Gordon's place and all just touch our willies in a big circle while we look at each other. Is that gay? It's only gay if balls touch. <laughs> and if you maintain eye contact. Um, That's so- why we just stare at each other's cocks. <laughs> Well, that's it. That's how the episode ends. <laughs> they're all actually part of a big satanic gay cult. And they're... <laughs> this, I'm not even that far off. Uh-oh, did I just spoiler the, the twist? Kind of, actually. <laughs> Christopher's just recovering. Uh, yeah, uh, we can we can kind of speed ahead. Here. Anyways, they're, they're, they're what sl- happens to her? She sees someone, a caterer. That is literally the same actor as uh, the longshoreman. And she starts screaming in the middle of the party. And then everyone's like, oh, my. And he's like, oh, come, I must take my crazy wife out of here. Come on now. And now in hindsight, I'm like, ah, oh, he wants her to go to these public events so that it can be established and that it is credible that she's losing her mind. Yeah. 
because there's eyewitnesses. Because a normal person would be like, you've had a traumatic experience. It's fine to stay home. Uh, so there, there's a bunch of more shit with uh, her, like, seeing the the long Oh, the psychic. And the psychic and, lady and over the, and over. And they the do psychic. a seance that's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Ooh, I want revenge. I will like, be revenged. Which pissed me off because I'm like, that is grammatically incorrect. I will be revenged, I will. Woo. Should be, I will be avenged. <laughs> revenge is something that you um that you want. Uh vengeance is the, the theme, and uh avenged is the is, is something that uh, is the verb. Adjective? Yeah, yeah. Yes, verb, verb, yeah. And um when I was a teenager, I mixed up vengeance, uh being avenged, and revenge, like <laughs> All the time, too. Metal Gear Rising. Revengeance! Revenge. <laughs> must, uh, must have just really done you in. <laughs> it did. I was like, I thought I thought I figured out the difference. <laughs> but no, uh, grammatically... A dish is they, best they... served revengeanced cold. Wait, wait. <laughs> That's the old saying, right? With slices of watermelon on a silver platter. With slices of revenged... <laughs> i will be revenged yes i I will will. and it's like do you get to be a vengeful ghost after you kind of had it coming like right do you get vengeance when you try to sexually assault somebody i don't think so no i was just going for them smooches i was (laughs) no i don't think you get to leave a vengeful ghost I was just out for a rip, I was. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I went by my best friend Harry's house, and that bloke owed me a f- I was just going to say the F word. Okay. <laughs> so in Canada, they're called darts. In the UK, they call smokes <laughs> something else. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to bum a, a, a dart, I did. Um... And uh, now I'm dead and I'm a ghost who deserves <laughs> to be revenged. <laughs> no. no, it doesn't work that way. So you're, right now I'm if sus. right before you're dead, uh, you try to sexually assault someone, you're, you're not going to a good place. You don't get to linger on until your spirit is revenged. Uh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> um, oh, where, where was I here? Okay, uh, so I'm in the dart. Right, right now I'm hokey. I'm like, okay. Now, I've had family that do seances and, like, all of that stuff. There's not a shitty, like, ghost's voice you hear, like, emanate from the walls and stuff. They speak through, like, a medium and and yeah. stuff. So right now, this is, it's like, how, this is, how much can we traumatize this character in 50 minutes? Because later on, she's like, he's alive, I keep seeing him. And he's like, huh, enough of this woman. Here, I'll prove it. And he goes out into the woods where he had already undug the grave. Yeah, so so more trauma. Like This is when I was like, fuck this guy. Like I was already kind of like fuck this guy, but then then I was like, okay, you're trying to traumatize her because he's like, look and tell me that he still breathes. 
And she looks and there's like maggots all like over all, his corpse. All over his like dead face. And she's like, ah. And, and then like, she screams Jesus and like Christ. loses it. And I'm like, fuck this dude. Peace and uh, fuck this guy. I I want this guy to to die. <laughs> uh, I so get the, no justice there. So what's the thing? Oh, there's a special Indian spiritual advisor. And he wanted to come to America to open up his own stupa or a mosque or whatever, his own spiritual center. Yeah, yeah, spiritual center. And he won't come here. He won't come here. Uh, he, like, why not? He, because he, he he was short. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't uh he couldn't raise enough capital that he needed to open his like spiritual his Western spiritual center. Uh new new age, yeah. <laughs> new age fucking bullshit. And uh, yeah, by the yeah. way, this is around the time that all that new age bullshit was totally. was right up there. Yeah. Um so the the gypsy lady is like uh uh, oh, I don't think he'll come here. And Penny is like, please, please, if he can help, I'll pay anything, anything. How much so, did he need to finish his spiritual center? Well, well and then we, we jump to his, uh, to back to the cottage and um, someone calls up a boyfriend dude on the phone. Right. And he's like, yes, yes. All right. Yes. And then hangs up the phone and she's like, well, what is it? He, or no, he doesn't hang up the phone. He stays on the phone. She's like, what is it? And he's like, well, it seems he won't come. He's not interested in leaving India. And she's like, but, but why? And he's like, he just, he just won't. And she's like, tell him I'll pay him anything. I'll give him the money he needs to uh, open up his uh, Western spiritual center. And he's like, what? what? No. Oh, all right. How much, how, how much is it, good how much sir? Is it? Whew, that, that's quite a chunk of, cha- chunk of change. 150 quid, it is. 150,000 quid. 150,000 American dollars for some reason. <laughs> no, no, it was actually, they said 150,000 pounds. Oh, damn. Yeah, in 1980, too. So that, this, adjusted for... It adjusted for inflation and everything that's probably got to be like in us dollars i'm going like in seven hundred thousand um inflation calculator bank of canada no not bank of canada because that's canadian dollars 150,000 you say? Yeah. Okay, so it would be 714,935 pounds today. Wow. Okay, so I really undershot that. So if we go back and I go uh, seven hundred fifteen thousand, roughly, in uh, USD. No, CAD, because damn it, we're that is one million one hundred and two thousand five hundred Canadian dollars now. What? But because she's American, though, what? What is? What is it in USD? USD. Not in QSD, USD, 809,650 USD. 
Okay, so they're ripping her up. Uh, spoilers, I guess. So they're ripping her off for almost a million bucks. And the buying, even though that's the direct um, inflation price, keep in mind the value of property back then was dressed, uh, has gone up much more than just inflation. Right. And vehicles and stuff like that, right? So the buying power of $800,000 in 1980 was like five times the buying power now. So this is millions of dollars if you had invested it in say property. Right. Cause this wasn't the, the, the era where like you could afford to, you could get a mortgage like working retail basically. Yeah. Um, own a car and a house working <laughs> minimum wage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, almost like minimum wage was based on that. Um, so time. yeah, a lot of money. We, we like to look into numbers here, folks. And, uh, so that we know, uh, what we were robbed of in past generations. <laughs> He's okay. Excuse me. Just had a bit of a coughing fit there. Uh, so it's like, oh, I'll give it to him. And then suspiciously, the dude arrives post haste. Yeah. She's like, like guys. She's like, tell him I'll, uh, I'll give him anything he needs if he gets on the next flight from India. And then he's just there like the next day or something. Now, right away, I'm like, this is the whitest looking Indian okay, so, I've ever seen. So when I saw this, I was like, I was like, okay, this is 1980. We've got a, a white dude. And he's a guru like, living like, in India. It doesn't mean that he has to be Indian. But he puts on an accent, and I'm like, "But it's not even it an was... Indian accent." I talk like this very quickly, like a. It's just a mysterious. Like it's not even a an Indian accent. A it shaman, is a mystical, quote unquote, a shaman accent. <laughs> and um, uh, I... but I'm like, at, at this point, I'm like, okay. This was 1980. Sure, this is what they did. They did this shit in, even into the 2000s. Yeah, Whatever. like we're it's, we try not to look remember at that things with. Remember that Prince, Prince of Persia, Persia starring movie? um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that came out in 2008. They were still doing brownface then. People <laughs> like, forget, um, like the the lens of the last hell. Not even a decade. I would say not even a decade, I'd say like seven years, six years or whatever is not, it is how we should be looking at things, right? Like, yeah. hey, brown face, black face, racism, all that stuff, not okay. But like, man, oh man, if if you're our age and you went to school, uh, let me tell you, the, uh, the F word, the F descriptor was uh, dropped. Um, almost as commonly as the word the. <laughs> um, uh, in yeah, rap, too. Well, rap rap likes to keep that tradition alive, actually. White white people saying the, the, the word, the, the N-word, casually. But Very with an casually. A at the end. Oh, oh, with an A at the end. So it was okay. So it's okay. And yeah. I, to uh, each other. People, people, people saying, you know... People saying that at, at using the word gay as a pejorative. That's so gay. That's oh. uh, people dropping thousands the, of uh, times, man. Thousands of times. 
and not saying that's okay, but like how commonplace it was, was shocking. Like it'd be something yeah, it to go like back com- in time. It was even in movies at the time, like comedies and shit from like the late nineties and early two thousands. Bill and Ted, uh, Bill and Ted's bogus journey drops a couple F bombs. And I'm like, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure does too. In the, the one scene where, um, Bill thinks Ted has died when he was like in the suit of armor. And then they, he's like, he's like, Ted, you're alive. And then they hug and then they, <gasps> right. They, they hug and they each push each other, and... each other away. Ugh. It, it It's a weird moment in an otherwise like really sweet and wholesome movie. They call each other that. And then they both go. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> is that a good, like, are they taking it back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But anyway, so so point is, like, when I saw this scene, I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing brown face, but whatever. This is like, you know, f- 42 years ago. So, yeah. so they do. Not saying it's right, but I'm, but I'm like, that that's what they did then. It's on TV, yeah. So they've got the white dude. So I'm playing the mystic. The white dude but... playing the shaman. But. After they scare the bejesus but, out of Penny, and they get her with to confess. With a, like, comically... Okay, so there's a, like, comically bad, like, superimposed, like, floating head of the longshoreman that she sees. Right. And when she actually, like, finally, like... One, I'm wondering how they did that. Um, because yeah, because I was like, uh, I'd like to do that. Okay, it, it's, it, it's all a ruse. Um, it's a ruse, The whole people. thing it's is a ruse. ruse. So, I'm, so I... It's a Moulin Rouge. So I'm wondering how they, they actually accomplished that, or if that was just like a visualization of her, like finally, like just going like full wackadoo. But when she gets up and runs out of the room, she actually runs behind the superimposed image, even though it's supposed to be like behind the like uh, uh, shaman dude. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, the layering got mixed up. I, ca- I caught Yeah, that. yeah. Which just lends credence to the fact that this whole thing is a is a rouge. Well, and but also, I was like, it it was kind of endearing to me because I'm like, ha, this uh, this show is cheap. (laughs) It was made on the cheap, and it's they got Um, away with it because it's supposed to be the all these people working together to do this heist to pull the wool over her eyes. And... Well, no, I think the um, her running behind the superimposed head, even though it's supposed to be further in the background, I think that was just an editing error in the yeah. show, just because Fair the show enough. was so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> um, the whole thing so is she, a shot like, in front of this one dude's shit. house. So <laughs> she flips yeah, her shit, right? and much to their planning, it's almost like they planned this. Oh, there's a few scenes back when she thinks she's losing her mind. She goes and she looks at the shotgun shells. Do you remember? She's just like being weird and like holding the shotgun shells. At one point, she finds out that the shotgun shells are empty. Oh. But she thinks she's going crazy um, and she doesn't understand. So she had found evidence. She doesn't understand what a blank is. (laughs) So she doesn't understand like what's going on. And indeed, to prove that she's not crazy is why Harry goes out to, oh, I was hunting pigeons so that we could have breakfast this morning. And wouldn't you know it? I, I couldn't catch it. Couldn't get any. I'm like, you must be a terrible shot, man. 
but he was going out there to like prove a point that there people eat they were pigeons. Filled. Yeah, uh, squab, I think oh. is the uh, culinary term for it. Squab. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. They're such. I mean, you don't want to eat urban dirty creatures. Pigeons. Well, <laughs> not. Not the ones out in the the countryside, I imagine, right? The the ones in the city, maybe. Just imagining, I was I was gonna say I was just imagining the like, uh, like full on like squadrons of uh, pigeons that just are all over downtown Victoria. Squadrons. I'm like, I wouldn't want to eat <laughs> squadrons. <laughs> Rogue like, squadrons. I wouldn't want to eat one of those. Reporting in. Yeah, I would try it. Um, but I mean, people eat like well, you know what she and people eat peacock and stuff. So yeah, fair enough. And rat. Uh, I I refuse to eat the brain the brain of any creature because that's just to me. How good could it be? Well, I have actually had what is called head cheese, which I believe is just pig processed pig brain in like a jelly and that shit's disgusting i mean if we didn't lose all the uk listeners up till now then they will (laughs) at this point uk isn't really known for its um its refined palate uh it's not really known for its um delecta delectable cuisine um with such uh (laughs) With such delicious uh, local dishes such as curry, fish and chips, and haggis, um, I sorry, it, it makes sense why they were at war with France hey. for so long. Uh, <laughs> Give us your cookbooks, <laughs> damn it! Right. And it's just like, oh, we'll we'll make fun of them for eating frogs' legs. And it's like, what about the thousand of other things that are better tasting in France? (laughs) Like everything. But don't get me wrong, fish and chips wrapped in newspaper and curry. (laughs) I can't. Oh, how about those? How about those disgusting um, black licorice candies? Uh, (laughs) Hey, I I love black licorice. I know you do. I want. Um, no, I can't do fish and chips anymore because I, 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 and this has been a recent phenomenon with me too. Like within right. this year, like I, I, I just can't do like deep fried, like greasy, like battered food anymore. I just, I can't do it. Probably I, I tried better for you to, in the long run. Probably, I tried to go to like a chick. I went to a chicken place, like um, like a Popeyes type restaurant, right. Um, and I, I couldn't even finish what, what I had because I just like, I just couldn't stand the, the greasy, like taste of the deep fried chicken. And then shortly after that, I went to, um, uh, a British style pub, which I took a picture of the menu of and sent it, uh, to, uh, a, a discord that I'm part of that has a lot of Brits in it. And they just tore the menu apart. They're like, this menu is bullshit. This is not British food. And I'm like, Amazing. oh, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a fun conversation, but I discovered, uh, th- I, I ordered fish and chips there and I couldn't even finish it. Cause I'm like, I just, 
greasy like battered fish deep fried i'm like uh, no i can't i can't do it so i i've come to the realization that i just can't do like gr uh, like battered like deep fried food anymore oh, oh almost sneezed i do yeah. like scotch eggs though i haven't had a scotch egg in such a long time i can't remember if i'd like it the last I time I would. it wasn't that long ago that i had a scotch egg it was the first time i was going to a pub uh a local pub up here um and they ended up burning the living fuck out of it so i sent it back Good. i'm not usually i'm not usually the person who does that kind of thing but i'm like it, yeah this if is it's so bad that no th this is so burnt that the sausage meat on the outside on like part of it is rock hard like this is how badly like that no i'm not i'm not eating this yeah good for you guys nice i i was nice about it but i'm like and, uh, yeah, yeah and you know what penny ain't having any of it either because she runs she runs and grabs she locks herself in the room why and, uh blow, blow she takes a shotgun and commits suicide um at this time if you haven't figured it out yet the guy's like banging on the door and he's like come out Oh, geez, don't make me break down the door. And it's like, you'd think there'd be some more hustle in this step. But no, this was all part of their plan because as they all start laughing and they retire to the the uh, the sitting room, um, the white dude takes his turban off and his like fake beard and it's re revealed that it's the police officer. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. So, all right. So this isn't actually just... I was getting like... ready to rip all this apart, but all the things I wanted to rip the episode apart of it's alleviated because it's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in a bag for the guru uh, is $150,000 and um, they excitedly empty out the bag onto the little mystic table and the police officer is an actor. Yeah. Um, who played the guru and the dead guy is like another buddy, an actor, one of his co-workers, right? And he's like, Oh, you had the easy jobs. I had to like lie down in a wit on, in a ditch covered in worms here, like throughout the week or something like right. that. And um it presumably the lady playing like the mystic is his lover uh, or yeah, that was that was the impression that I got. Yeah. And they're like, haha, we got the stupid bitch. Once a loser, always a loser. Now, I like this ending, but I don't like the end, the very end. Because so, what happens? There's lightning. Yep. And the power cuts out. Ooh. And they all hold each other and they're like, is it a g -g 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 ghost? And uh, the, the ghost of Penny uh, appears and she's like, I will be revenged and just says that repeatedly. And then sets fire to the money. I will be revenged. And she lifts her hands and much, uh, I guess this is a UK ghost thing, to be able to spontaneously make fires. Um, she puts her hand out and the ghost of Penny lights the m pile of money on fire. Yeah. That's the thing about gasoline. It's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And um, they go towards it all, and then they just kind of let it burn as her like That, that line from The Dark Knight is actually aged poorly. You want to know the th- I I I like two things. Uh, explosives and gasoline. And you know what they have in common? They're cheap. Yeah, what is... Ga- I can't remember the full line. Gas is not fucking cheap anymore. <laughs> well... If you were to fill your gas tank with Starbucks, Starbucks would be like 18 times more expensive. So it depends on how you, <laughs> liter per liter, <laughs> it depends on how you, you measure cheapness or right. how expensive it is. But very recently, uh, yeah, it's not great, which conveniently is the time that Siege has gotten a car. Right. And um, instead of like burning the house down or killing all of them, um, the episode ends with them like looking at this ghost and the money burning. I got a, and I'm like, I got a pretty hilarious screenshot from this uh, scene that I I'm going to make the uh, show art for this episode. And I'm like, is that revenged burning your own money before they could get it? I, I or is there more revengeance you- to come? Also, you think if they like they went through all of this. Also, I got the impression that they didn't um her committing suicide wasn't necessarily part of the plan because I think the uh the the copper guy is like, eh, it's a pity she died." Like, so I think they were right. just trying to like drive her nuts and and, and send her, her back to the loony bin and then split the money. And then split the money. Um but either way, even with her killing herself, it's like, "Oh, well, we still get the money anyway." It just shows that they're like they they're they're sociopaths and like don't give a shit. They're just like ah eh, whatever. Well, it's a shame she died, but well, we got money. Um. So, but it's not revenge because she's dead and she burned her own money. Revenge would be like killing them. Yeah, I I mean I guess like she took from them the thing that they wanted most, so that is a form of vengeance, I guess. In a way, I, it's just unsatisfying because it feels like they would just be like, oh, well, we were common law, so I'm going to inherit her money anyway. Well, cheerio, old chaps. At least I'm, I'm, you know, I don't need to be tormented by the bitch anymore. Like, it's, it's like, oh, no, we don't have the money we didn't have before. Darn. <laughs> like, I. So, uh, so Cal, um, you're familiar with uh, Ryan Murphy? Uh, yes. Uh, creator of uh, Glee and American Horror Story and Scream Queens and American Crime Story. Uh, he has definitely seen this. He's most definitely seen this. And you want to know why? Because not too long ago, I started watching a spinoff of American Horror Story. American Horror Stories. American Horror Stories. There is an episode in the first season of that show called Ball, where basically this exact same thing happens. Right down to the twist being it was all a ruse to make her think she was crazy so they could get money from her. Is that on Disney Plus? In Canada, it's on Disney Plus, yeah, uh, because we don't have I should check that out because I'm a fan of uh, American Horror Story. Some Um, seasons some seasons uh american horror stories is it takes the anthology format but instead of being like season-long story arcs it's just self-contained episodes much like Mm -hmm. this um the american horror stories episode ball is literally this it's this 
it's with the, a slightly higher budget <laughs> with with a higher budget and a like demonic twist to it but it's but he's he's seen it but but yeah ryan murphy has add one it's when i was watching this i was like this is this is literally like the same fucking thing like, i can't ryan, wait to go and watch it like ryan murphy like is ryan murphy really likes this and episode. he's of the age where yeah yeah he is yeah <laughs> ryan murphy really likes this episode of hammer house of horror <laughs> uh, is there a white dude with the turban Please uh, say sad- yes <laughs> sad- sadly no uh or yeah wearing anyway. aviators doing like a really bad i don't even know what his accent is supposed to be but with it doesn't like need mid- to be anything but it doesn't need to be anything because there's like Middle Eastern sounding music playing in the background. So oh, we know. Thank so you we for know, pointing that so out. We know I thought legit. I was going insane when I was watching this. I was like, <laughs> did I leave a video game running? What? Oh, this is from the show because it's like, like sitar, like. Yeah, so that, and I'm like, so that's how you know he's legit. I. I guess this man is a guru from India because there's his Middle Eastern music playing. Wait, is he is it is it is he Hindu or is he Islam? I, uh, all of the above. It's New Age. Whatever what you want, man. You like crystals? Y'all like crystals? We got crystals. Y'all like spiritual healing? I don't need to tell you what my belief system is. I got that covered too. The the takeaway here is white people didn't really understand their cultures very beyond a very superficial level. Fuck Christianity! Bring me the magic stones. <laughs> I my the older people in my family were were those people. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Let me tell you about healing crystals, man. Oh. They don't do shit. Uh, maybe there's a very strong placebo effect could be and and maybe they 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 do resonate with certain frequencies if you build it they will come and like those certain frequencies because human brains give off beta waves and blah 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 maybe there's something there but i'm not the person to explain it certainly not doesn't let you talk to ghosts all right well that's uh that's the episode it sure is and um before we uh say goodbye i've got a a little question to ask the audience and mr siege um you just watched a random episode of um house on horror hill uh horror hammer house hill please hammer don't hurt him please stop hammer hill uh, and <laughs> you just watched, uh, yeah, uh, I made fun of it so much. I can't remember what it's actually cal- called. Ha- Hammer House of Horror. Hammer House of Horror. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Hammer House of Horror. Um, but you watched it in 1980 as someone else. Typical of that era. But you cannot put your siege bias aside. Would you tune in next week? Yep, I'm gonna watch the rest of this actually. I'll see that. Hear that, listeners? No, legit. Oh, I, oh. I, I I'm gonna start watching it today. Uh, after we're done recording. 
This will be probably my... will. Uh, yeah, I'm th- this I'm ac- I I'm actually intrigued by this. Um this was there there's enough there that I that there's that, just I, enough. There there's just enough there that I was grabbed by it. Just enough. I'm also interested to see like after watching this episode and seeing Ryan Murphy like rip the plot off wholesale. I'm how like, many how many others did see, he? Now I want to go back and watch this and be like, okay. Okay, Ryan Murphy. How you grew up watching this clearly. How many yeah. episodes are one for one? Yeah, exactly. So that's part of the reason why I am legit going to watch through all of this show. And it's only 13 episodes, so. Yeah, that's fair. Um, as for myself, uh, oh, I, I couldn't pretend I was a, I was a bloke from the 19, early 1980s, I'm afraid. And um, I, I can't say I'd tune in next week. Darn. Uh, but, but part of, but I'm also a fan of American Horror Story. But that's unrelated to watching the episode itself. Okay, so what I'll do is, because I'm going to watch all of this, what I'll do is if there are episodes that I, that are, that are clear, other episodes that Ryan Murphy has clearly, like, aped from this show, I will tell you which ones they are. And if you so choose, you can then go and watch them. Without, without spoiling them, you'll just tell me to watch them. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm on the fence with this one because it did capture my attention from beginning to end, and I had so many issues with it that are all just kind of resolved because it's like, haha, it's a heist. Yeah. And I'm like, <sighs> there is something I, kind of clever I'm on the fence. About that. I, yeah, I, like I'm not saying I, I wouldn't watch it. This is the most I've been on the fence in the entire like laser comb podcast listeners wow. i i think i would tune in next week actually because i i watched it from beginning to end and paid attention to it and i yeah, just I, I followed the lady along and i was like i hate all these people they they're traumatizing her i hope they die at the end and i i'm angry that they didn't <laughs> <laughs> they should have they should have been burned down with the with the in money. house yeah with yeah. the money that would have been but then they would have had to burn down a house and they didn't have the budget uh, that's fair so, so my head canon is that they all burned alive and burned dead in the house and i'm watching i'm tuning in next week so there you go we both will all right uh, so that was episode 49 of the Lasercomb Podcast. Best way to support the show. Go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. We're at the single $5 Gary tier. You get preamble. You get commentary tracks. You get a news program. You also get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on this very podcast. Next month, the month of November, it's going to be Patreon month three, baby. Uh, so if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Follow me on Twitter. I am at lasercomb, spelled the same way, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Cal, you are at? I'm at neocal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L on Twitter. Me and Cal did a big dumb and didn't actually discuss uh, before we started recording what we're actually going to be talking about next week. You know, I realized that halfway through and I was like, oh, we watched this. What if we do one from a different country every... We didn't... We didn't choose. 
because I, I was thinking about this because Rob Zombie's Munster, the Munsters movie came out recently. How do you feel about doing an episode of the Munsters? Hmm. <laughs> we could do better than that. <laughs> it was the first right. thing that popped into my head. Jeez, uh, we already did. Are you afraid of the dark on the Laser Comb podcast? We did. did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. So we can't really do that. Is there, uh, some sci- is there any sci-fi horror shows out there? Freaky stories. Uh, Let me see. get the X-Files. Let's find out, people. We're, we're, going, we're going in. We are going in. Hmm, I don't want new things. New things suck. Horror slash sci-fi series. I want something kind of spacey. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Kind of like, um, kind of like, uh, Event Horizon or like, uh, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Pandora or Event Horizon, but like a show version and they must exist. Oh, what was that one? Oh, I actually kind of liked it. Um, on Netflix, there was one I watched the first season of and it was very event horizon like you'd think you could just search hot horror sci-fi netflix and it would show you night flyers yeah y- yes oh, that, that was the um uh that was based on a book by george rr R. martin i believe yes yes that's the that this is it and is it done though let me yeah it was canceled after one season all right Cool. That that works for me. I, that, this was a this was a show I was actually wanting had been wanting to check out anyway, but I but because it was canceled like immediately, I was like, eh. Oh, okay. Um, I've seen, I've I've watched it all, and um, I am sad there is not a season two because I was on board. All right, so I'm gonna night flyers. It is so I'm gonna hit. People are like, what the fuck are they watching? Bring back the monsters. <laughs> fuck you, Cal. <laughs> uh so i believe it has 10 episodes here's 10 one random numbers between one and ten and here we go seven what have we seven. got transmission over the next eight months of the voyage Thale becomes popular with the crew since he's able to use his telepathic abilities to simulate games and fond memories. However, things go south when he loses control of his telepathic abilities, causing some of the crew to experience psychic attacks. Uh, yeah, alright, sure. (laughs) Spoilers, gosh! I, I read, like... There, there was much more in that synopsis that I just only read like a oh, yes. the, the first like sentence of. There was indeed. Um, so yeah. Night Flyers. Episode 7 of Night Flyers next week on the Lasercomb Podcast. Until then, I've been The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Touch this. My, 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 my music hits me so hard, makes me say, Oh my Lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I to run and do? Like it feels good.
touch this. Yeah, that's how we living, and you know you can't touch this. Look at my eyes, man. You can't touch this. Yo, let me bust the funky lyrics. Touch this. Fresh new kicks and bands. You got it like that, now you know you wanna dance. So move out of your seat and get a fight, girl, and catch this beat while it's rolling. Can't touch this. Ring the bell, school's back in. Break it down. Uh -oh. 